Guys, new segment, Wisdom Walk, advice from parents who have been there and done that. So in this segment, I went on various coaches, coaches pages and a parent page, cheer mom page, and said, hey, what advice do you guys have for a new generation of coaches, new generation of parents? And, um, you know, here we are reading those and trying to giving, you know, putting our two cents in as well on that on that feedback. So um, here we go. We're going to get into this. But before we do that, this segment has been brought to us by SS Design Spirit Wear or Designs Spirit Wear. Guys, I'm letting you know, I just found out about them. They, it's a t-shirt company for cheer moms, cheer coaches, dance moms. I'm letting you know, these designs are for, I'm not, guys, I'm not making this up. I'm not saying this. It is a paid sponsorship, but I'm being so real <laughs> when I say this. I'm so, I can't, I can't trust this enough. I'm being so real. These designs are super cute. They're like super cute. B, I know you had a chance to check out the designs. Speak honestly from the heart, B. Super cute designs. And as a mom that has two children in all-star cheerleading, we all know how expensive it is, okay? Let me tell you, the first thing I looked at was prices and they are <laughs> so reasonable. Like I'm like thinking, I, I saw one and it was 14 bucks for a shirt. And I'm like, that is so good. I mean, most of us are used to going to events and you know they have the spirit wear at the events and the shirts are like, $25, $30. And then they have the random t-shirts that say all the things of, you know, I base cheerleader, like all the designs. She has these designs, which honestly are a little bit better for very reasonable prices. She responded super quick to me. I messaged her today while we were doing the pod and asked her if she could make us some Let's Talk Cheer sweatshirts. And Ooh, stop playing with me. she's going to send me some mock-ups. So I'm excited about them. But she responded within like two minutes, like, Customer service so far, customer service is like up there. <laughs> they have the cute, she has the cutest like trending designs. She says she takes custom orders. So, you know, I got some girls that are on a middle school cheer team. So I think I might be asking her for a couple things. But I would say for me as a parent, price point, her price points are on point. So definitely check her out. She's on Instagram. She will be at Indie, which I'm excited. Hopefully we'll get to meet her. But yeah, cute designs. Like all the little nice fonts that are like trending right now. The like smiley faces with the drips, all those things. Yeah, they're they're super cute. If I was a cheer mom, I'd rock them. So I'm telling you, they're super cute. I can't I can't say it enough. So SS Designs Spirit Wear on Instagram on TikTok and visit them on the website link in the show notes. So B hook us up with this wisdom. Yes. Wisdom walk. Okay. So connect with every kid at each practice, whether it's a meaningful correction, video review, or screenshot encouragement, or just a quick chat. Let them know you're glad they're there. Athletes need to feel connection to their coaches and they will want to improve when being led by someone they, un they feel understands them as a person. Connection means getting on the mat with them, talk to them in small groups and individually about what you're trying to accomplish. At the end of each practice, look over your roster as a check for yourself. Did I make eye contact with that kid? Say their name, smile or laugh with them or make some sort of connection. If not, make a note and make it a priority. Scanning the roster after each practice will also remind you which athletes might need a follow-up chat before next practice. If they did great, let them know that. If they're struggling, recognize it and tell them you want to work with them to make a plan on how to improve things going forward. Hope that helps some. 
That is great advice. Cheer coaches, is your routine a hot mess? Okay, maybe not hot mess, but you know that if you're going to be competitive, you've got to figure out a way to get your routine cleaner. All right, well, my highly requested training, How to Clean Your Routine, is finally a digital course that you can purchase right now. So no more blob performances. Click the link in the show notes and get ready for crispy, clean routines. And real quick, that's a shout out to to Laura, one of our longtime listeners and followers of the pod. So Laura, thank you so much for that wisdom. But it's so true. There's a quote that as you're reading it, it popped into my mind about they don't care. They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so no matter who you are as a coach, no matter how much wisdom you have, have as a coach or information you have as a coach, the athletes don't care about what you know until they know that you care about them as an individual, right? You care about me as a person and individual. If you care about those things, then I'll listen to what you have to say as a coach. And so making a strong connection with the athletes, and that's one thing I try to do. You know, we sit there, the kids come in and the first 10 minutes of practice is always, I actually learned this from my lovely wife, Ashley, is she just comes in and just talks to the kids kids for the first like 10 minutes of practice. Now we'll talk about like the game plan of practice of what we want to get accomplished. We'll usually have like a word or a theme of the the day. Last practice, it was resourcefulness, right? right, We'll have a word or a theme of the day, but also baked in there is me just, hey, you know, the other day I was asking the kids, I asked the kids when we first got back from Christmas break, I asked them what they got their parents for Christmas. So I asked all the kids what they got their parents for Christmas. And then I just shamed all of them for not getting their parents anything. And I was just like, your mom carried you for nine months. Good thing the kids didn't ask me why I got my parents for Christmas. Because <laughs> I would have been in that same boat. Except for I got my dad a fresh chain. I did. I got my dad a fresh chain. But, you know, but I go and ask them all what they got their parents for Christmas. And we talked about that. Then I asked, oh, the other day, a couple of practices after that, Joey had, um, she was at camp at the gym. And so her class was walking by the team. And so she walked by and she's like, daddy, daddy, daddy. And I turn around I'm like, hey, Joey. And she comes up and I was like, come here. And she ran out of her class. She, they were like walking in a line. So she ran out of her class, came up to me, gave me a big hug, big kiss. Love you, dad. And she goes back. And I was like, guys, you guys can make your parents day. You guys can make your parents day just by doing that. So make sure you tell your parents you love them. I go around to all the girls. I'm like, hey, did you tell your dad you love them right today? And then, you know, and we had the whole point of that is to have individual conversations with those individual athletes, right? And so we do stuff like that all the time at the beginning of practice, like just trying to connect with the athletes. Hey, how was school today? How's math class? Or whatever the case may be, I just try to find different points to actually connect with the athletes. And if I don't get to, and you know, it's not like we get to all 30 kids, let's say it's a large team. It's not like I get to all 30 kids every single time at the very beginning of practice. We'll talk to five kids at the beginning and then, you know, throughout practice, just call a kid over and just, you know, like she said, try to make a connection with all the athletes. Now, one thing I used to do that she reminded me that I need to do again is there's two things she actually said is I used to, and again, I want to get back to this, but I used to write personal letters to all the kids. Like I would just go, Hey, Rylin. And I would just send home either. I would either put it in Rylin's journal so that she found it the next time she journaled, or I would, you know, leave a note up like on the door, like that said, like, you know, Kinsley, there's something up on the door for you guys to get that or whatever. So I used to do that a lot. I haven't done it in a couple of years now, but yeah, but just trying to make connections with 
with your athletes, especially like the daily connections with your athletes, letting them know that you see them as a as a person. Nicknames for all the kids and just you know all that stuff. So I think just just truly making a connection with the athletes is uh, super important for your relationship and just important for for them just to know that they are seen as individuals in this world of, you know, 7 billion people. So anyway, B, anything you want to add on to that? I do think it's good for the coaches to make like connection with them. I know some kids don't come into the sport until, you know, they're 13, 14. And sometimes it's harder to make connections with the older kids just because I think, you know, 12 to 15, maybe even 16, they're in that teenage era of where they don't want to talk to anybody even their parents, you know, not all kids, but some. So I do think it's easier to make connections with the younger kids. For example, Claire and Bailey were my daughter's first coaches. And the connection that they made with both of them their first year is one of the strongest connections I have ever seen my girls make a connection with. To this day, you know, they still are coached by them, but they are, those two coaches are their comfort zone. So when they're there, they have like an extra mom. And, you know, not to say that their other coaches aren't like that with them, but they were able to make that connection so young. And that is such a comfort. And for me as a mom, it's such like a blessing. And it's nice that to know that they feel so comfortable with them. I do think it's harder for the older kids, for the coaches to make connections with them. Maybe not as hard, but I think it can be a little challenging. But like you said, you know, talking to them, you know, saying their name, giving them a nickname. I'll never forget when Kinsley said that you gave her the nickname Ken. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Mom, nobody has ever called me that. That's Coach... Somebody somebody else called her that one time. She's like, that's only Coach Jason calls Mm -hmm. me that. So those little things, I think they go a long way. And my girls are starting, you know, they're 13. They're starting to get in that teenage era. And, you know, they all have the bad attitudes and just... just the just the realm of the preteen teen early teen ages Mm -hmm. so I think any way you can connect with them is a good idea and making these kids feel good at practice goes a long way I know when my girls have rough practices they come home and you know they need to vent and they talk but when they have good practices they they're happy and it makes them feel good so definitely connecting with the kids whether it's playing games or anything is good for the coaches to connect Mm -hmm. with them and we are back this question comes to us from coach lauren routine cleanup staff original choreographer guest coach with a fresh set of eyes great question and honestly we do all three lots of cleaning up from our own staff we'll bring back the original choreographers we'll do coaches swaps within our program and i'll do video reviews for our coaches and our teams So if you're looking for a second set of eyes as you're gearing up for a big event, I'd love to help you out. You send me your routine and I'll send you a video back of your routine with what I would fix and how I would fix it. Teams I have done this for have gone on to be world champions, NCAA all-star champions, NCAA collegiate champions, summit champions, and D. Two Summit Champions. So if this sounds like something you would be interested in, you can reach me via email at jasonlarkins at me.com or on IG at Let's Talk Cheer Podcast. Link in the show notes. 
Well, you know, and this just hit me as you said this. The other thing about forming these relationships, EBAs, emotional bank accounts. So we all make deposits or withdrawals from the account. This actually kind of ties into what we talked about earlier when you said about some parents are hard parents and some, and those parents don't get responses versus easy parents. So when I make a connection with Susie, right? Hey, Susie, how's your day? Blah, 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 right? I make a deposit into her emotional bank account, right? And she's like, oh man, coach sees me, whatever. And there's a deposit there. And you know, the next day I make another deposit. The next day I make another deposit. When I'm hard on her, that's a withdrawal, right? That means I'm taking (laughs) money out Mm -hmm. of the bank account that day, right? But if I've stored up a bunch of EBAs in there, right? A bunch of deposits, when I make a withdrawal and I'm hard on her, she realizes he wasn't hard on me because he doesn't like me. He's hard on me because of I must not have had my toe pointed during that thing. I must not have been giving my very best effort, right? But when there is no deposits... When you go and make a withdrawal, I'm now in the negative. Coach hates me. Coach doesn't like me. I don't, he's picking on me. And so you got to make sure that you're building up those EBAs because at the end of the day, if you make connections with the kids and the kid goes home thinking, coach likes me. If you're hard on that kid, the reason why you're hard on them, they know, they know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Well, the reason why they were hard on me, the answer wasn't because they don't like me. I know that coach likes me, but they were hard on me. They must've been hard on me for a, a real reason, not for just something petty because they don't like me for whatever reason, right? Um, if we're not making those um, EBAs, or, you know, focus on EBAs, making those deposits, then, you know, you know, and I, I remember this happened. This mom had sent this email about this coach had said, oh, but this is not at our gym. This is at a different gym. This is a, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this like secondhand, secondhand. This is like a coach who knew another coach who we both knew and, and they were coaching at this other gym or whatever. And they were like kind of venting to me. So, and then she said, I'm going to get a knife and cut you. And I remember thinking like, it, it sounds kind of harsh, right? I'm going to get a knife and cut you. Right. And I was, but I was like thinking, yeah, but if the coach has a good relationship with the kid, they can say that. And the kid's not offended or no one takes it like she's really gonna cut me you know this is Mm -hmm. the kid relaying the story now i'm telling you how it got to me it's a kid relaying a story to a parent who told the owner who told another coach who told me right so it goes through all these different layers right and so by the time that it gets to me they're like she said she didn't get a knife and cut her and i'm like yeah but probably in the context of the athlete and the kid you know if the kid and the coach have a good relationship she's like man if you don't stop messing around i'm gonna get a knife and cut you right and no one actually believes that but you know if the kid end up frustrating the coach or if the coach ends up frustrating the kid to some point then she goes and tells her mom it in a different light or whatever so I don't know how it was said but what I am saying is those exact words can be said and one you could go wow that was like really harsh and the other one you were just like oh they're just you know that's just their relationship that they have with each other you know because you could say certain things to certain people and then not be offended because of the relationship that you guys have built up in the past, right? There's certain things I can't say to certain people because I don't have that relationship with them, right? But the point is just having EBAs. So, and building up relationships. So anyway, before I forget this, guys, Next Gen has a new book out. Next Gen, our friend, Danielle Johnston, 
has a book for all gym owners, for all gym owners out there. Uh, you guys know Next Gen, the gym owners, the one, the gym owner associations, the ones who sponsor the podcast. They have a book. So they take, they took all of their knowledge, all of their wisdom, put it into one book so that coaches and owners can grab the book and build their program. So if you're looking to have a, a profitable program, and as B said earlier, something affordable for your parents, hey, this program's reasonably priced. So you can have a reasonably priced program and have a profitable program by implementing the things that uh, Danielle has in her book. So it's called The Cheer Gym Owner's Handbook. Get it today. It's on Amazon. Link in the description. Shout out to Danielle. She got to writing a book before I did. B, did you want to add on to any of that? No, not at all. There you go. What up, party people? This is Jason Larkins, host of the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I've teamed up with Kristen Wheeler of the Cheer Mom podcast and Dan Cotton of the Cheer Biz podcast. That's right. Hey, everybody. Kristen here. We know that you love cheer, so why not dive into more perspectives? Tune into my podcast, the Cheer Mom podcast, for cheer issues spoken from the parent's perspective. Then head over to Dan's podcast, the Cheer Biz podcast, to learn from a gym owner on on how to run a successful cheer business. And of course, don't miss the Let's Talk Cheer podcast featuring Jason Larkins, the one that we all know and love, where they talk about cheer from a coach's perspective. Which means whether you're a coach, a cheer parent, or a gym owner, we've got you covered. Find all three podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and stay tuned for new episodes each week.